Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, also CEO of Canafil, who brings clinical-level CBD to the retail market. Very happy to be here. Equally happy to have Kimberly Rose as a guest today. Hello, everybody. And not really a guest. She's she's permanent. She's a permanent. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And she put together some great content uh, as well. Actually, both of us did a good job putting content together. Thanks for our team at Canafil for their assistance. Today's discussion will be around, should CBD become a part of your wellness routine and these troubling times? And we're not talking about the election. We are talking about COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been saying it for a long time, right? It's just so good for your immunity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, we're not the only one saying that now. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) So I think, enjoy the show today because I think you'll find it uh, very interesting on what they are discovering uh, as it is as it relates to uh, CBD and COVID. Yeah. Now, more interesting, and fundamentally why this is becoming a topic of interest in the research community is because CBD is cited as being generally safe and well accepted by humans. Yes. So that, if if it has any potential, it is standing in a spotlight right now. And these are some of the things we're going to share with you today. Mm -hmm. We're also going to finish up and share from our perspective what vaccines are out. So why not give both sides of the story? Right. Well, let's start with, you know, everybody's doing a great job with social distancing and wearing masks. Numbers seem to be going in the right direction. There are a couple of vaccines coming up. Everybody's nervous about them. So in comes CBD, main stage, because it has less or no risk at all. So if it has any, if it contributes in any way, uh, it's, it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to um, how we're going to approach this today. And we thought as CBD is being researched in any way towards COVID, we're going to break it into three groups, how it might work as a preventative, how it might assist during if you contract the virus, and then finally, if you don't have it or after you've gotten it, Mm -hmm. you're still in quarantine. You're still in uh, a, a global pandemic. So that's the direction. Uh, I also want to share with you that if any of this stuff, if you want to go through it again, uh, just look for the blog on www.canafil.com. Lots of W's, but you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's canafil.com. There's a blog on there regarding COVID-19, and you'll find most of this information there, too. Let's start with preventative. And the hottest topic is about how COVID enters the body. 
and this is where CBD was found to be valuable. So let's, let me dive into that. So there was a couple of researchers in Canada that had been studying CBD for years, 12 years, I think. And, but but what, what has been understood is that COVID, similar to other respiratory pathogens, is transmitted through respiratory droplets, which means this is a receptor-mediated entry into humans via an, an angiotensin-converting enzyme 2. You will start to hear this term a lot over the coming weeks mm-hmm. because it's getting that much attention. Uh, the term is going to be, so I called it angiotensin-converting enzyme 2. That is ACE2 is what we'll be hearing a lot about. And that is expressed, this enzyme is expressed in lung tissue as well as oral and navel, nasal mucosa, as well as your kidney, testes, and your gastrointestinal tract. Now, the ACO2, what they're after is they found that CBD can modulate how the levels of ACO2 in the gateway tissues that may be where the virus is coming in. Mm-hmm. And those are, uh, those are your air, uh, your air uh, pathways, mm-hmm. your lung tissues, and your nasal. So these are the places in where the vac- the, this virus is coming in and modulating the ACO2 level, which by the way, this is an enzyme that sits on the surface of a living cell. And and it's again, another neurotransmitter and it's the one that allows stuff in and out of that cell. If this is the way that that this virus gets into your system, which they have all agreed to it is, then downregulating ACO2, ACE2 levels would just not give it a place to go. Right. It would show up. It would not obviously find all the wonderful things that it needs to go in, yeah. grow, manipulate, whatever it does once it's there. Um, I mean, that sounds like a, a great thing so that you would want to have that downregulated. You're <laughs> I'm absolutely stop right. So, <laughs> let, and let me let me quote a few statements so that I at least start our conversation with some accuracy. All right, All right. makes sense to me. Modulation of ACE2 levels in these gateway tissues may prove a plausible strategy for decreasing disease susceptibility. Baseline. That was the that was the agenda. So they've con- they've considered that a special strain can block the COVID-19 from entering a person's body to begin with. I am still quoting. It all comes down to our body's ECE2 receptors, which works sort of like a doorway into your body for the virus. CBD will be used to decrease the levels of ACE2 gene expression, essentially temporarily closing the doors to the virus. Okay. All right. So kind of an overall. Yeah. Now, these guys, these two researchers in Canada, interestingly enough, I found that they were published in an online medical journal. So I went and looked for it. And in fact, they were. They were published in April. 
So that means peer-reviewed. Uh, I got to it. They, the, the research was done at the University of Lethbridge. And they're looking at CBD being used as a treatment for COVID-19 as a an adjunct therapy, meaning that it would be co-therapy to something else. In other words, they might be aligning it with whatever vaccine might come out. Right. Okay? Yeah. So, and they made it very clear in the beginning that was the direction they wanted to go in this study. Now, these two gentlemen, these two researchers from Canada started it, but then, of course, others jumped in. And I am going to kind of walk through that study with you a little bit because some of the stuff that came out of it was very interesting. Right. And so, but nobody is saying it cures anything or, or prevents anything. It's just going to be there to help. Not true. No, no. It said prevent, preventative okay. was the main outcome they're looking for. Okay. So I can't really say no to that. Okay. Now, here, here's the interesting thing why I want to be able to talk through this study with you because CBD, if you buy it correctly, is over the counter, very easily accessible and has a safe profile. Mm -hmm. Bingo, if something in this study you know, triggers you and go, yeah, that, that fits for me, you have the ability to go get it. Yeah. You don't have to wait. You don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I felt this was very powerful information uh, for our listeners, so let's give it a shot. Here we go. Okay, um, so, and, and what they hope to do here with this, uh, with this adjunct therapy, I know I'm quite finished at the beginning of this, is they hope to like uh, form a mouthwash or a throat goggle, uh, or a throat gargle product, uh, in both clinical and a use at home product. So that, that's kind of where this was going. Okay. Now so they have to go quick. Yeah. So that's a very easy thing to get approved and get out to the market. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, COVID-19 symptoms. They did talk about these, so why don't I bring them up? I can be very fast about that. They can be broken into several categories. Typical influenza-like symptoms, such as fever, fatigue, uh, headaches, respiratory symptoms, such as dry cough, uh, gastronomical symptoms, such as diarrhea, yay. Uh, and then you've got um, loss of sense and smell and taste. Mm -hmm. uh, these are all common symptoms of this form of fever, uh, a viral. So, and we also, uh, again, want to mention that it's well accepted that ACE2 is the cell receptor of the SARS-CoV-2 and the main route for receptor-mediated entry of the virus into the human host. Right. Good clarity there because it, they said it is well accepted. And this was in the posted research paper. All right. They also understood that high levels of ACE2 and the lower respiratory tract, and the lower, are, are entire, they're, I'm sorry, the ACE2 levels in the lower respiratory tract are higher than in other parts of the respiratory tract. And, and they also suggested that people who smoke and patients with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, you know who you are, also have high levels of ACE2 and are more susceptible 
to this virus. Yeah. Okay? So again, if you have, if you're a smoker, you might want to be listening. Yeah. If you have pulmonary, uh, if you have this obstructive pulmonary disease, your doctor will tell you what to do. Okay. Modulation of the ACE2 level in gateway tissues may thus prove a plausible strategy to decrease disease susceptibility. And to test this hypothesis, they used, because this is all they could, artificial human 3D tissue models of both of, of all of these three, oral, airways, and intestinal tissues. All right, so the test their theory, they had these 3D uh, tissue models and for those three areas. And then they got together and acquired 22 novel cannabis extracts. Now, what is a novel cannabis extract? When you're doing a tincture product or when you go to a dispensary and get a, uh, a cartridge with oil in it, those are extracts, mm -hmm. okay? The, the 22 that they received crossed the entire gamut of both THC and, and CBD. Uh, so when I looked at each one of them, and I did, I, I went through all their graphs, the, the ratio of CBD to THC was as low as one to one, so that's CBD to a THC molecule, mm -hmm. and as high as one to 54. So that's, uh, that's one molecule of, of THC and 54 molecules of THC, I'm CBD. sorry, of CBD. Yeah. So, all right. The study when they were done, 13 of those 22 downregulated the enzyme ACE2 okay. successfully. I didn't stop there though. It was odd. Each tissue, each tissue model. Remember, I told you there was three. There was airways. There was in your mouth and in your uh, your digestive system. Uh, each one of them, a different set of those 22 worked. Hmm. more so than any of the others. Okay. And sometimes none of the others worked. So it, it, what worked in the airway may not have worked in oral. And what worked in oral may not work in the intestinal tissue. This is one study. Yeah. But I thought out of 22, that was pretty interesting to point out. Now, they also understood this, and here's how they addressed it. Well, more cannabinoids and terpenes... Uh, I'm sorry, minor cannabinoids and terpenes. By the way, minor cannabinoids, CBG, CBN. Because your major cannabinoids, there's only two. THC, CBD. All the other 98 cannabinoids that are currently in the cannabis family of plants are called minor cannabinoids. Those, along with terpenes, play an important role with this potential to strongly enhance the cannabinoid effects. I'll say that again. Minor cannabinoids and terpenes played a role with the potential to strongly enhance the cannabinoid effects. Why do I make such a big deal about this? Well, because I know why. <laughs> please, please share. Um, because we're slowly but surely, I don't even know how slowly anymore, uh, are encouraging a full spectrum CBD to, that creates the entourage effect. Yeah. I mean, all of those things are in there. I mean, that plant was made to work 
all together, all those cannabinoids. So when you just pull out the one molecule, I, yes, the CBD molecule is wonderful and yeah. it does great things, but the plant was made to work together. Yeah. Well, so, and, and they say potential to strongly enhance the cannabinoid effects. Right. So, yeah. And by the way, you're going to see this played out a couple of times uh, today. Yeah. Why? Because CBD is, is getting the spotlight right now for COVID. All right, so let's keep going. Uh, okay, they all suggested that that piece they want to research more. So let's say a conclusion. Uh, let's talk about it. Based on our preliminary data, extracts of novel sativa lines, which by the way, sativa lines are the only ones that can get the high amount of CBD. Uh, and then you got the, the hemp after that. Pending further investigation, may become a useful addition to the treatment of COVID-19 and an excellent GRAS adjunct, adjunct therapy. What is GRAS? Generally referred or regarded as safe, GRAS. Mm -hmm. They may also be used to develop additional easy to use preventative strategies such as mouthwash and throat gargle, products that may be tested for their potential to decrease viral entry via the oral cavity and may be used both in clinical and at-home treatment. So that was the outcome of that, you know, I don't know, 18-page uh, research. Uh, let's keep going just a little bit. Let's talk about during a virus. Mm -hmm. So if you have caught virus, if you've caught the virus, first and foremost, most of the physicians are looking at, okay, if, if you want to use CBD, I'm okay with it because it has been classified as GRAS, generally regarded as safe. Yeah. All right. That's the doctors are all admitting that that's fine. So inflammation, while you are in a virus state, inflammation is a big deal. Now I'm not, I'm going to say that a lot of doctors, all all the doctors agreed one thing: inflammation was a big deal, and the fact that you could modify it or or uh, modulate it, super important. But they all seem to be on both sides of the fence on the when. Mm -hmm. When is it important to downregulate cytokines so that you can decrease inflammation? That's the thing. And think about an athlete. At some point, you know, when you do a heavy workout, inflammation has a purpose. But too much of it or too long of it starts to go in the other direction. That's what we, that's what they mean. They're not really sure exactly when to modulate um, to modulate um, um, inflammation. Okay. Your endocrine system does a great job at it. Right. All right. It was designed, but we're currently out of balance most of our life. So anyway, let's keep going. So there is this term. So once you have gotten a virus, a flu, influenza type. Uh, thing you get what they call a cytokine storm mm -hmm. that means all triggers are open and all the immune response is to generate lots of cytokines thereby increasing inflammation mm -hmm. all right no it, acute respiratory distress syndrome comes from that so at some point you need that to go away so an overactive inflammatory response is counterproductive in a flu-like situation. Okay, so you want to calm down that inflammation. You want to bring down that 
cytokine storm. Yes. As, as, as at some point as quickly as possible, and that will reduce the amount of time you're in this uh, destructive. Right, because if you yeah. don't bring down that inflammation, it's just the storm's just going to get bigger. Yes, and it tends to because then there's an immune response that'll trigger even more and so forth. And this is what this is that respiratory distress syndrome that people are going to the hospital for. Yeah. Okay. Um, inflammation also affects blood blood flow. Yeah. Uh, how about some easier things? Muscle pain, sleep, uh, and again keeping your endocannabinoid system in balance improves your immune response. Yes. All right, so these are all things during an attack of the COVID virus that CBD has been looked at uh, to be helpful during that time. Uh, let's say here, let's see, let's go to How about post-virus? So once you have cleaned, and once you've gotten you've gotten the virus and you're now away from it, or let's say you've never gotten the virus, well, the one thing that's still fairly common right now, that is we're all social distancing. We are all dealing with an unknown, dealing with uncertainties. Maybe we don't have a job anymore. Maybe, maybe, there's so many problems out there that the impact to our anxiety, our sleep, and our general health is completely under attack. Well, yeah, because now, obviously, yeah, you. I mean, if you had to quarantine or you were sick for months or you might have lost your job, you might have, I yeah. mean, you've just put yourself in this dilemma. I mean, you didn't put yourself there, but you're there. Yeah. And you're full of anxiety. You yeah. might be over, I mean, I don't know, now I'm reading that do you ever really get over <laughs> the some people oh, just really yeah. the the side effects are just forever lasting i'm hearing that too um but yeah it, i mean for me i just think cbd just really goes in there and it just helps your body get to homeostasis where you can fight off something you know your body's not busy fighting off every other thing that's in there already then the virus hits and they're like well we're totally outnumbered now we, right. we can't we can't fight that too and and i think the reason cbd is going to be a part of the defense for COVID, so they'll they'll do this vaccine and then they're going to do the uh they're probably going to come up with something that has cbd in it it's because what is the vaccine going to do right. likely it's a single molecule solution your system will not, your ECS system will not respond well to that, but a cannabinoid or CBD treatment alongside of it, an adjunct, an adjunct treatment alongside of that vaccine is likely going to help keep your, your ECS system in a homeostasis. Right. Because, as you were saying. Right. Yeah. Th and there's that. And then, of course, there's fear. Like, okay, I'm going to get this shot. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all know there's plenty of movies out there. What happens when you, oh my when you get a shot? But let's not go there. Not um, but, but, that but it's in our brains. It's yeah. like, okay, am I going to get this vaccine? Am I not going to get What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, post-virus or, or just not, not, and not having the virus at all, still there's an issue with anxiety and sleep. Tell me this, Kim. The data from all of our resale, all of our sales of Canafil prior to the 
COVID crisis, mm-hmm. wasn't it all around pain? Was was the highest yeah. ratio of what people would use CBD for? Definitely came in for pain. Tell me what numbers are coming in now. Oh, well, yeah. Pain, pain is... It's not gone, obviously, but it is definitely uh, taken a step, two, three, four steps back. Yeah. It's anxiety and sleep. And I mean, just everybody, almost everybody that comes into the store is. I'm feeling a lot of anxiety. I'm not sleeping. Uh, Help. Just help me. And the great thing about CBD is that um, you really don't need that much of it to help control your anxiety. Nicely put. Now, sleep, maybe a little bit more. I've got some customers that I, I'm still trying to figure out their milligrams. They're going higher and higher, and I'm, you know me, I start low. So, um, but with anxiety, just you don't need that many milligrams. You don't need to spend that much money on That's CBD. Good. That's a good, good tip. But yeah, it's taking over. Yeah, I, I, I'm it also is. seeing that, and I'm also seeing that in people. Yeah. You, you you just sense such a high level of anxiety now, even more so than in late March and early April. Yeah. I, I, I would probably say that I've probably seen it double in just me observing people. Now, listeners, I, again, I want to suggest, make a, a big suggestion here uh, because uh, anxiety and sleep can be one of those thieves in the night. You know, it's it's not anything that you just require to fix today. Right. So you can tough it out or postpone it or procrastinate or any of those out of fear. But sooner or later, it takes and it takes and it takes. Yeah. And remember, CBD, generally regarded as safe, G-R-A-S, World Health Organization. Tolerate humans and CBD are great together. So Give it, give it, give it a try. So I, I have something I, I wanted to share, and Kim was a part of this. So I had grabbed a really hot pan a couple of days ago, and uh, really burned my hand really bad. So, uh, and the pain was tremendous. And she was saying, "Put some CBD on." I'm like, "I'm a dude. I'm not gonna do that." Next morning, she said the same thing. You know, is it ready? Let's put some uh, CBD on. I'm like, now I'm in the other guy's state, which is, oh, man, I want to walk around and see how much pain I'm in. I don't want other people to see all the big things on my hand. But here's here's what happened. So in the quiet of my own little space, I put it on there and immediately it started working. Yeah. And then the next morning, I almost felt like I missed it. Hey, where's all the pain go? I, so, I mean, I hate to tell you I told you so, <laughs> uh, but. Right, so when it comes to your sleep, when it comes to your anxiety, sometimes just, just run out and take care of it. Because it does. It just sneaks up and just starts taking. Well, and that's what I try, again, try and tell all my customers, whatever they're dealing with, don't don't wait until it's such a huge animal that now we have to go, we have to go way high in milligrams, get you to a place, and then we can work you back down. Yeah. You got to confront it in the beginning. Don't wait until it becomes, again, just this giant monster that has taken over your night. You can't sleep. That makes you crazy anxiety driven right. all the next yeah. day because you got to get up and you still got to do everything you got to do during the day. So I don't know. I just say just take it every day. 
Don't think about it. Think of it like it's a vitamin D, th- whatever daily supplement you yep. take. And, and you don't need that much to help you. Just take it. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I usually don't push, but I, I think when I see everybody's levels of anxieties, uh, and I know they're related to you know, just what you had talked about, it, it accumulates. Right. Yeah. You know, and a lot, some people go, oh, my God, that worked so well. That was just, that was fabulous. Yeah. And then others go, well, it, I don't know if it really worked for me. I didn't really notice anything because they're waiting for a big smack in the head. You know, an anti-anxiety pill, we talked about it. It, it. Yeah, it really brings down your anxiety, but you cannot function. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> you have no emotion about anything. <laughs> So it, it's a sneaky way of going in and taking care of your, it, of your body. Yeah. Well put, well put. Okay, uh, Kim and I, we're going to take a break. We are going to, when we come back, we're going to see what CNN had to say about this topic. Okay. In general, in general, their, t- their discussion is more about, hey, CBD during this crisis. So that's a discussion we're going to have when we come back. And we're also going to talk about the vaccines that are coming out yeah and just kind of give you our perspective on that so take a short break and we'll be right back the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com live authentically heal naturally with canafil We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to the cbd ed show if you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program please send an email to info at canafil.com that's info at c-a-n-n-a-f-y-l.com now back to the cbd ed show hey welcome back listeners doing our best to give you guys some good information today 
CBD during this COVID crisis. CBD is definitely in the spotlight, mostly because it is considered as generally regarded as safe, and it has the ability to downregulate an enzyme that allows the entry of COVID-19 into the human host. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's move on to uh, what CNN had to say about this whole topic. And why did that catch my eye? Well, we started it with um, a book, which I think is a fairly good recommended read, uh, Women and Weed. This book was written by uh, Elena Frankel. She had a severe brain trauma, and when she was done with all of the pharmaceutical anti-seizure meds, the doctors literally said, I got nothing else for you. Right. You're done now. So now you're just going to have to... Deal with it. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with this inflammation in your brain, and hopefully uh, it won't turn into something worse. Well, she did not accept that. Husband, uh, much like a lot of this happens, this happened to my mother and I, Husband went out and started looking for alternatives, ran into CBD, she used it, treated her uh, her inflammation from her uh, severe brain injury, and everything worked out. And See. from that, her mission was, that's it, I'm, I'm, I'm going out and teaching the world. Great. And CNN caught up with that. That led me to the, the next article uh, that CNN wrote and uh, recently posted. And so I just wanted to bring up some some discussion topics okay, that let's were in do that it. article. Uh, now, they use their chief medical correspondent, who is Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Yes, we know him well. Neurosurgeon. Got to give him a little bit of credit. Yeah. All right. He has certainly confirmed the therapeutic pain, inflammation, anxiety, nausea, chemo, muscle spasms, and more are all attributed to CBD. Yep. He also said CBD calms the nerve system by working on neurotransmitters, regulating nerve cells in our brain called GABA receptors. He tell it, it tells your body it's time to power down. Yep. And not only does that have an impact on anxiety, but sleep as well. Uh, also, CBD regulates your sleep cycle, your cadence, sleep, sleep cadence. So this is all coming from Dr. Gupta. Uh, he also said a couple other things. Uh, people living with coronavirus-related anxiety, I'm sorry, I'll say that clearer. People living <laughs> with coronavirus-related anxiety due to fear of one's health or the health of loved ones, isolation, entrapment from quarantine, disrupted routines or simply uncertainty of the future might turn to CBD as a useful tool to get them through the difficult times. Yeah. I just quote right from Dr. Gupta. Yeah. I, and I, CNN reported it that way. And I think I had a customer the other day who came in and um, she's like, I can't believe there's not a line out the door for this stuff. Oh, Did right. you guys see what Dr. Gupta said? <laughs> I, I, I had no idea what he had said at that time, but after you showed me this too, I was like, okay, well. And he went <sighs> on to publicly say that, that there's another group that's being missed here and who could really use CBD, and it was healthcare workers, first responders, those people on the front 
which our government is suggesting no because they're concerned about THC levels. Yes, right. Yes, that that is the main concern of them. Right. But yes. hemp-based CBD doesn't have that concern, so why they're not why they're not stepping in is and and making that line in the sand so that these frontline responders uh, could have some relief is troubling. Well, and I think that's where Dr. Gupta is going. It's like, really? Yeah. All right, so anyway, so he said, you're on the front line. Another aspect of this pandemic calling for anxiety and pain relief or CBD may be welcome as, a, as an intervention for this. Healthcare workers who are working long shifts, uh, and, and they currently, he suggested they currently are finding uh, helpful and restorative sleep on their days off if using uh, a CBD for you know both that and, and pain and inflammation. Uh, they, they're on their feet all day, lower back pain, neck pains. So even a Dr. Chen voiced in on this topic. And I'm pretty sure these doctors have firsthand knowledge. You know, they're likely pushing their staff well, that's the thing. You're not you're not taking care of yourself if you're under all of that pressure yeah. all of the time. Do you eat regular meals? Do you eat good food? Do you, I mean, we all know that to eat good food and to be on a good, you know, regiment throughout the day, yeah. you have to make that food. You can't just buy it downstairs at, you know, out of the machine or wherever the heck those pork. So it's just this. It's just a supplement again that can help you get through the day because yeah. they're not they're not taking care of themselves the way they should because they're a first responder and they're so busy. Yeah. And they're scrutinized. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. Oh my goodness. I, I yeah. I know this will all straighten out over the years, but right now they need they need as many tools as they can get their hands on. Yes. And I think preventing them from having access to this is, I don't know, short-sighted, inhumane. I don't you call it ignorance. Well, it would help if they, I mean, okay, then take a lower dose. You know, just take it lower dose increments than as poor, opposed to. I know, but that's such a poor response. I know, but it's, yeah. it's it at least gives them something. Yeah, I agree. Well, let me continue with some of the statements that uh, Dr. Gupta has put on this uh, interview with CNN. CBD can also help with panic attacks and insomnia as the prevalence of depression and PTSD mounts in response to this pandem pandemic. Studies also have revealed that CBD may be a compound of choice for those struggling with drug addiction, and it may even have the potential to help opioid addicts avoid a relapse through reduce, reducing craving and anxiety. According to a study author, Dr. Yasmin Hurd, a neuroscientist at the Addiction Institute at Mount Sinai in New York. That's pretty reputable. Really is. Yeah. Studies have shown that CBD may actually decrease oil production just going to stop there and see what everybody thinks. What? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just having enough. CBD may actually decrease oil production and be useful in people who are acne prone. Oh, yes. Says Dr. Joshua Zechner. Mm hmm. The skin has a large amount of CBD receptors, so there's a great potential, but we need to separate the beauty hype with reality. 
Right. And then there are athletes. Athletes who take CBD to anticipate an anticipation of a tough workout in order to minimize soreness. A newer part of the trend is athletes are using it as part of their performance profile. Mm -hmm. All right, so yeah, and you know, people are pushing their bodies more so than we have ever in recorded history. Mm -hmm. Yep. And with triathlons, CrossFit, boot camp, these are extremely challenging physical experiences. And so they are, everybody's considering CBD topically, internally to protect against inflammation and pain relief. Now if you, and, and, and he states in here, he says, if you suffer from back pain and do a lot of yoga or soul cycle, is that a thing? Or soul cycle? Yes, yeah, soul cycle. Oh, all right. <laughs> Didn't know. It's the, you know, when you're at the gym and you, you see in that room and all those people are on the bicycles and the ladies going faster, oh, yeah, faster, yeah, yeah. faster. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> soul cycle. All right. Well, he says you could consider using over-the-counter CBD as a preventative three to four times per week to prevent chronic use injury, Dr. Chin says. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting in these times that uh, CNN also kind of stood up and said, according to all these doctors, it's a fit. It's useful to humans. Yeah. Uh, let's, um, let's move into vaccines on the horizon. And I know you did a lot of work on this, and we're all going to be very grateful to hear it. Let's go ahead and lead it off. What, what did you find? Well, I mean, I took the, the, the three biggest guys, you know, because they're, I mean, this is like a race. I, I, I swear I, I keep saying this, that life is a reality show now. <laughs> now, now it's like this giant race right. to this, who can do it first and who can do it best. And, you know, I'm really hoping everybody, and it's from what I gather, everybody is doing a good job of taking their time and trying to figure things out. Okay. Um, we got Moderna. Which right. is, you know, part of the uh, Trump uh, Operation Warp Speed. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we have Fitzer and BioNTech, um, and they, and then we have AstraZeneca, which is, uh, I just read that Australia made a deal with them to uh, supply the vaccine to the entire population for free. Yeah, and that's an American company, isn't it? I think so, uh, yes. I believe so, yeah. Anyway, go And ahead. so those three are really working on a vaccine. Okay. And they're trying to, uh, you know, make it so that obviously it has the least amount of side effects. Uh-huh. So they got, and it, it, I didn't know all these things. I mean, you know, you think a study is like one, th they're, they're doing this in phases. So first in phase one, they took healthy adults that were from say 30 to 50 yeah and that phase went okay and then they went to a second phase where they took kids maybe from like 18 to adults to like 70 yeah. and then they went through that phase and now they're in phase three where they're going to start looking at people that maybe have immune issues like HIV uh, patients, yeah, yeah. Okay. those type of people. So then that's kind of where they're at now, but they're also, 
they're also going to give it in bigger groups. They're talking like 30,000 people that they're going to do a a, a test on. And then last, unfortunately, um, will be children and pregnant women. Okay. Now, it's interesting that in phase two, they found that um, there were more side effects with the younger people. And the side effects weren't, like, horrible. I mean, I think they're the same as you would get with any other vaccine. Like, I never had, I've never gotten a flu shot. Actually, that's not true. A couple of years ago, I went to the doctor, and I mean, she literally just guilted me into. The I was going to say you were on vaccine. the way out, and she just poked you in the butt and went, "Oh, wait a minute!" <laughs> no, she Did was you like, "You don't want that? You don't get this? Why don't you get this? I don't understand." I mean, she just went on a very long. So I was like, "Get, just give it to me, then. Let's just get, okay. Is it going to get me out of here? <laughs> I'll take the shot." <laughs> so uh, I did have it, and it's the same thing: soreness at the injection sites they're finding that which of course yeah fever chills headache and muscle and joint pain Mm, which i i read up on the flu shot yeah i read up on the same type of side effects okay so so i thought okay that's that's promising right if that's really all you have to go through they're also making these people do, um, there's two shots, so you'll get two injections. They didn't really say how far apart the shots are. Okay. Um, and, you know, all these volunteers, obviously, they have to sign, you know, all sure, this yeah, waiver right. paperwork, all that stuff. They have to give their blood and, and their vitals for, I think, almost up to two years. Okay. So they can watch it and um, watch everything. So um, they're also uh, including um, people of color because they didn't in the first phase. So they're trying to include that because for some reason this virus acts differently in people of color than it does in in white people i i have no idea why i can't find the reasons why i've heard talks about that too yeah um and and then so then um, unfortunately last that will be tested are children and pregnant women which is a big topic right now because they want to you know with everybody going back to school even the little ones they share the most germs because they don't know they're all hugging each other and slobbering all over everything they're kids they're little kids and then of course we always don't want to do anything to a pregnant mom or a lactating mom that might you know do anything to the fetus so it's it's a who man it's a very large overwhelming program that you just have to think of every little thing that you have to do they're thinking that you know if everything goes well here with phase three something will show up in october and then they'll have to obviously start making like billions of it so then it might be released by the end of the year the uh the 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 process of fast tracking a vaccine like this that will be received globally, mind-boggling. Yeah. 
Yeah. Literally. <laughs> well, I really like yeah. that Australia made a deal saying, hey, okay, we're going to pay you bazillion dollars, but we're not charging. Right. We're not charging our people. We we need to get this under control. It needs to be free. It can't. You can't charge an arm and a leg for something that um, that we need. Yeah. We need as a country uh, to get back to a place where we are, you know, uh, as close to normal as we can get. I don't even know if people are saying now the word normal should not even. It's a blur. It's a giant blur now. So I think it sounds promising. Um, as a person who doesn't take vaccines, okay. would I take it? Um, I, I definitely would encourage my mother to take it. I probably would take it because, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. I, I, um, I would think, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm hearing that it has something to do with how much time is left on the planet. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You may, you may not give it to a seven-year-old. Uh. Well, it it look. Uh, that's the thing is that they're the spreader. They're, they they yeah. could be the spreaders. I know, but I was just looking at where right. you were where, in your brain. What was what were your where were your decisions? Yeah. And if from? it doesn't stop it, it just kind of slows it down or yeah. makes it better or whatever the flu shot does. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I'm gonna say yes for me. Uh, even again, even though I'm, I, I take my CBD every day. I'm pretty sure my immune system is as good as I can get it. I don't try and put any, you know, bad stuff in my body. Uh, what, what's the last pharmaceutical you put in your body? Wow. So that's the thing. I think. I think the point. I'm or, or the the one overwhelming thing I'm hearing coming out of Kim is that. I think there's a lot of mistrust in pharmaceuticals from the start. Well, and I think what might come out of this process is something that a lot of the humans on this planet are going to be suspicious. Yeah, but let's let's hope again. I mean, I know I always believe in the greater good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, everybody is affected by this. This is not just one class of person. This is not just any anything. Everybody's affected. So why I gotta believe that the scientists and everybody else are in this for again the greater good yeah. and not the dollar sign. Well, um, you you put a hundred scientists and you're going to get an overwhelming for the greater good. Right. The reality is, is you got the 80-20 rule. 20% of them will be loud and obnoxious and may have an agenda. Sure. Yeah, and, and they're loud enough that you won't hear the other 80%. Yeah. Right. They're just doing their job. Uh, I get it. But listen, I mean, that's why we wear masks. I know that people are, don't want to do it, but it's for the greater good. Yeah. We need to really... And I know maybe I maybe I'm just a CBD person and I'm mellow and I'm I'm not stressed out like everybody else. Maybe I'm. But what what gave you what what in your brain gave you the permission to go down that track? Like what at what point did you determine that CBD was okay? Well, okay, so I'll tell you. I never really thought about my immune system 
Probably my whole life. Who thinks okay. about their immune system? You, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's in the, inside me somewhere. It's doing something. It's right. I, me right? too. I, I, I'd like to agree with you. I, <laughs> Especially amen. when you're young, you're you're invincible. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not until I started looking into CBD and you know, obviously working at the store and doing the things with CBD and learning more about it, that now I'm more aware that your immune system really needs your help. It's not gonna tell you until, you know, there you are, completely sick and dealing with this crazy issue. Yeah. Um, but it just needs to be taken care of. It needs to be, you know, it needs a little help because we humans, just again have this theory that we can just go and do whatever we want and we'll be okay and i don't think that's the case anymore we have to we have to take our vitamin d we have to eat good food we have to do things for our body give it water lots of water and and give it cbd now so that you can face those things that show up out of the blue like a god-awful virus yeah and I think we may have some future expertise in some of those areas that you're mentioning coming yeah. up in the next few episodes. The um, I, I think the overall senses here from most is depending on the the description of the outcome of the research or and, and whatever it was determined through this fast track process. That I think is gonna be valuable to most. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll do a good job of giving us good, accurate, effective data so that we can make good decisions. Yeah. 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 Um, I do, I have a prediction that this is all going to be done by the end of the year. I have a prediction that we will not know what normalcy is. So getting back to normal is something completely separated from this pandemic getting under control. Yeah. But I believe it getting under control, I feel like it'll be done before the, this year is over. Well, let's hope so. And then I'd like to see a nice shift happening. But anyway, that's, that's a different subject. All right. I hope that, again, everybody got some information that was helpful for you today. Feel free to go to the website, canafil.com, and you'll find a blog in there that has some information uh, relevant to some of the topics we had today. Also, feel free to uh, info at Canafil and ask any question you would like or make any comment that you would like because we are happy to answer those. Other than that, uh, that is our show for today. Make sure to stay tuned. The next time we surface up an episode, it will be about CBD. (laughs) I was going to say, do we have a topic? No. We love you guys. (laughs) Really appreciate that uh, we can do this for you. And we'll see you at the next show. Bye. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.